here, so I'm recording. I'm ready whenever you are. Also, I think we need to add a uh, more technical style camera spice it up. Ooh, all right. I've been thinking about revamping the intro, actually. (laughs) 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 Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. Today we are recording episode 149, and if you're listening to this in the car today, we hope you're not in the wrong place, because we are going to be talking about some of the worst traffic, the most congested traffic, and also some of the most dangerous places to drive, and also some other places where you might encounter some crazy, crazy packed public transportation as well. So keep your eyes and ears open while... Eyes, if you're watching us on YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast, keep your ears open if you're on any of our various podcast channels. Well, not they're not ours, but podcasting platforms. And uh, we're looking forward to giving you some tips and some places to avoid if you are in a hurry and you need to stay out of traffic or don't want to be smashed in the subway like a sardine. And my buddy and my expert who does months upon months upon months of research for all these topics, is going to inform you and myself as well, I'm sure, because I always learn something new from him. So without further ado, I am very happy to introduce my buddy, Jared. What's going on, Jared? Hello. My family's worried about me. They haven't seen me in years, but uh, this podcast is great, so I'd say it's worth it. Um, First question for you, Chad. When you are driving in a car and a lane is ending... And you have to merge into another lane. I know right where this is going. Do you merge at the earliest possible time and uh, change lanes into the lane well before the uh, lane ends? Or do you drive to the very end of uh, Mm. of the lane ending and merge into the traffic one by one? uh, Mm. Or, um, you know. Well, Jared... The fact that you are asking me that question right now makes me think that you really think I'm a giant asshole because obviously I am not going to be that guy Listen. that waits to the very end and then merges when everybody else has already merged you know, half a mile up the road. I'm that guy who will always merge early mm. because I'm not trying to be that guy. Nobody likes that guy. You know? It's interesting that you say that, Chad. That is so Why interesting are you that, that guy? you say that. It's not even that I'm that guy. It's that that's the proper way to do it. That's really, the most efficient, the most efficient way to use those end, lane ending merge situations is to funnel in at the end of the when the lane is ending. I don't think that's a uh, rude mm. thing. I think that's sometimes now. Sometimes I'll be honest okay. with you. I don't always do that. Uh, you know, you have to assess the situation. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Uh, I just picture myself like uh, Vin Diesel. Driving uh, <laughs> in stop and go traffic. No, I don't do that. Uh, I drive a. Hybrid. Or you drift right uh, <laughs> under the the bit of a of like a uh, uh, the middle part of a, like a semi truck. <laughs> yeah, semi. You're just underneath it. Uh, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Um, okay. Yeah. No. I. It's interesting that you were so confident that I would uh, judge you. 
when I think that you're proper, you're, I think you're supposed to go to the end. And if everyone follows that properly and just, it's, it's a zipper mm. motion, you know? Everyone just right. funnels in, and there should be no slowing down. But the problem is, people are assholes. So a lot of times you're you're gonna end up in situations where it's like a, a, a penis measuring contest. You know, I don't want to use the word dick. You know, we have children. <laughs> it's a family show, and so like people will try to not let people in and stuff like that. And th- and that's where the whole system falls apart. Where it's like you mm. know these people yeah. that are like riding right up on the person behind them so no one can get in. Where it's like. Right. You're part of the problem. So um, I, w- I would say I would say this though, Jared. I guess for me, I prefer to get over early, just because I think that. Uh, actually, now I I don't even know. I guess for me, it seems like if you're trying to get over late, it to me it seems kind of like you're trying to cut in front of everybody. You know what I mean? Um, especially the worst is like when I've seen people in Michigan on the freeway when they like are have like a lane closed for whatever reason, but they just have cones. Mm-hmm. And somebody like will weave into the other lane that's technically no. closed with the cones. No. And then tries to get back in. And it's just like, buddy, I what mean, are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That's I definitely dick seen move, the, for sure. I mean, that's just straight up illegal. I might have seen that. <laughs> true, true. I might have seen that once in my life. And when, when, like, and when you see that, you're like, oh, there's you know there's some this person like that's ridiculous you know what i have actually seen more than that which is also ridiculous is the driving on the shoulder so maybe not in the yeah Mm -hmm. i've seen someone pass on like that a couple times and i'm like what are you doing uh yeah all right real quick one time i saw i was driving home uh from new orleans to uh baton rouge where my family lives and it's just a long straight shot on the freeway and there's like this one hit like like hill when you're coming off of a bridge thing and there's always a police guy there waiting uh you know to to pull waiting people to over because you can't see them until the got. last minute and I, and I was coming home from the airport with my mom or dad or something one time and they were like um and I, we see this police guy pointing and trying to pull over like four or five people so he's like he literally just gets out into the lane with a little like you know a little yellow the radar uh, gun? like or oh no no, no, no. like a yeah, shaky thing about. and he's pointing yeah, people over shaky thing. Right. On, on like a freeway and one dude like essentially slams on his brakes when he sees this and pulls over and it Right. People behind them slam on their brakes, and it causes like a three or four car accident. I believe it. <laughs> and yeah. so I don't know if he was trying to pull me over or not, but I just kept going. I was like, this guy's got bigger. I don't think he was trying to pull me over, but I was like, this guy's got bigger. Right. So this police guy, because he was trying to pull over like four cars at once that he caught speeding, he caused like a four or five car accident on the freeway. And that and, can be deadly uh, on the freeway. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, all for some people going 80 on a 70. I was like, was it worth it there, Chief? Wow. Right. Probably not. Probably not. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. Anyway, hey, spread a little love. Follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. It's the name of the show. You should be able to find it. Twitter, Untranslatable One. But if you were to type it, Untranslatable Podcast, I bet you could find us. You know? I bet you could. Um, Also, you could uh, spread a little love and give us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also uh, follow us on YouTube and see us in video. We had a lengthy conversation recorded beforehand. I'm sure some bits and pieces of it will uh, end up in your ear holes if you follow us on the right channels. (laughs) Um, Right in the ear holes. (laughs) And, um, yeah. Hey, Chad, you were... um, On the road again. Weren't you? 
You better believe it. You and better believe it. Now, when I see this, when I see the name of this city, I would say Harbin, China. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say I've it? I've heard Harbin. I've he- I've heard Harbin and Harbin. So I don't really know which is correct, but you know we make the rules here at the Untranslatable Podcast. So I think uh, okay, Harbin no, or I Harbin is I fine. Okay, <laughs> I was like I don't, I don't I like what either this is going. Fine. <laughs> but we're yeah, declaring so it, it Harbin. Uh, that's right. That's right. You heard it here first, Untranslatable Podcast. Mm. But. Uh, yes, and I well, I wasn't on the road again per se, Jared. I would say I was on the tracks again because I had an eight-hour train ride on Thursday, and an oh, eight-hour yes. train ride. We're breaking the fourth wall, fourth wall here. Uh, eight-hour train ride today as well. Um, so it's been my longest train ride in China so far. And you know what is kind of embarrassing? Jared? Oh, you I just got there. back today. I didn't realize that. I did. I did. Yes, I did. I do this for you people because we care. <laughs> uh, anyway, also because Chad has so, nothing else to do with this night. Let's be clear. That's well. Well, I'd be sleeping right now. Otherwise, uh, I'm an old man, Jared. I need my beauty sleep. <laughs> Gotta keep these grays away, you know. But anyways, so uh, so yeah. So it was the longest uh, train ride I've taken so far in China. Took first class though because I was not about to sit in those uncomfortable yes. second class seats like a peasant. So, anyways, uh, the interesting thing though, Jared, is. So I get to Harbin, right? And they, you know, the teachers at the, I went there to give a workshop at a high school about, once again, about games and English language teaching, uh, games that they can use in their classes. And so anyway, so I get there and they're, you know, asking me, you know, typical questions. How was your journey? Where do you teach? Where are you from? Things like this. And I said, yeah, my journey was fine. It was eight hour train ride. And then they looked at me, they're like, why didn't you just fly? Mm. And I was just like, that's a good question. You, yeah, you got me there. You got <laughs> Did me you there. have that option? Yeah, there's an airport here in Jinan, and there's an airport in Harbin as well. So, so but it, it would have been covered by your by. It your, would have been covered by my by my employer. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. For sure. You just, you just, did, did it just not cross your mind? It, well, you know, I checked flights really quick, and the timing was just really weird. Um, and and it's funny. So the prices were actually in U.S. dollars. Or no, sorry, uh, not U.S. dollars, RMB, uh, which is you know Chinese yuan, and uh, and I was just like, mm, I don't know if I really want to pay that much, mm. and I think it would have only been maybe fifty or sixty bucks more than my train tickets, so mm. it wouldn't have been that much more. And, and like, my employer what, an hour and a half, to a, probably an hour, probably. <laughs> but I tell you what, you know, you know, Jared, there's a very cliche quote, but I think it is kind of true. Sometimes it's not about where you're going, but it's mm. about the journey there. The and journey so I have is the to destination, say, man. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, it was really nice, actually. Like the train ride there, I uh, got a lot of work done, uh, did a lot of lesson planning. Mm. Actually, after we are done recording, I have a slew of new topic ideas for you. I was going to send them to you, but I wanted to uh, talk to you about them instead because I uh, figured okay. it would be more fun to bounce ideas off you. So, so people stay tuned for some fun future episode ideas. And we rarely um, talk on Friday on Saturdays too. And so, like, I feel like I feel like we just have like we can just uh, we have all the stay time up all world. night like uh, like right. this is a slumber party. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I was going to be on the floor of slumber like parties this, in Michigan, kicking my feet up. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I got my jammies already on, Jared, so we're good to go. Uh, just need my hot cocoa, and we'll be all set. But anyway, so yeah, so I was on the train there, I think about eight hours and 22 minutes, and here it was about, actually, I think it was like eight hours pretty even. Um, and so yeah, but the cool thing and the reason why I also am glad I took the train is I got to just see a lot of different stuff. I got to see the countryside oh, yeah. more in China, which I haven't really seen, which was really great. 
Um, Did you take any pictures? I got to, yeah, yeah. And I even <sighs> took a couple short videos. So I've been trying to, I sent you a bunch of pictures already. But yeah, I've got I some still, more that I'll still love away. the screenshots. Yep. Uh, well, yep. WeChat, my man. Only but, some but, of them, though. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, other ones are screenshots. I just edited out the little boxes. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, sneaky, sneaky. But I'll take anyways, it. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, yeah, but the, the journey was really good. And, dude, I tell you what, once we started to get past uh, Shenyang, which is uh, another city in the northern part of China, um, it started to get cold on the train. And that's when mm. I was like, ooh, I was like, all right, I'm excited for this cold weather. I love cold weather. And if you saw our last episode, I believe it was our last one, I finally got my coat. Mm. My coat came like a day before I left, so it was just in time. And uh, the first day I was in uh, Harbin, it was, I think, uh, 31 degrees. And then yesterday it was 30. And today the, it was... The temperature right now in Harbin is negative 7 degrees Celsius, which I th- think is like high 20s. Yep. Yep. So, but I tell you what, man, it was great to be out in the cold and get some use out of this new uh, winter jacket. Oh, how was it? How how to perform? Great. Okay. Great. And I paid like thirty or forty dollars for it. Right. Uh, Actually, from H and M. Got it on that Black Friday or eleven eleven sale here in China. Could you give me some good stuff and send it to me? Is that possible? And it'd be easier. It'd be easier to bring it back with me. Okay. It takes forever to send stuff, and it's really, really expensive. Okay. And I've heard sometimes if you send stuff here, you may not even get it. Okay. Um, they're, certain, they're very strict about what you're allowed to send and what, and what you're not allowed to send. But anyways, so let me just give you a quick re- recap of Harbing, because this could be, really, it could be an entire episode in itself, but I didn't get to do that much exploring because I was there for work. So If you want to make an episode you, on its own, we can just keep it going. Uh, no, that's okay. That's okay. okay. I've done some research for this one. And so uh, I'll try to make it quick. So I got in on Thursday around, I got into the hotel around six o'clock and then uh, I was starving because I wasn't prepared and didn't bring enough snacks. On Did the you train not eat me. on the train? I didn't. No. Okay. Didn't eat on the train. So Did I was they fasting, offer anything? Basically. I mean, you can buy stuff. Yeah. But okay. it's really, it's more expensive. Um, and then yeah. like the, the like TV dinner stuff that they get always like yeah, smells yeah. kind of funky. So I'm just like, hmm. I'm not going to try that. I mean, train foods often. And then have, or, or, I mean, train right. foods rarely great. Let's be honest. That's true. That is true. So I got in at six, and I was so hungry there. I thought, okay, I'm just going to eat at the hotel. I stayed at a uh, Hampton uh, Hilton hotel by the Harbin Shi, which is Harbin West uh, train station, and I had their. Uh, it's a it's a special dish there in Harbin. It is like a chicken and mushroom stew, and it's really good. The chicken and the mushrooms are super tender, but I will tell you, man, I always forget this when I order chicken in China that you get it with the bones in it. Like they, it's basically like they took the chicken and they just had a big, I, this is at least what I picture because I've never seen it prepared. But what I imagine is they just have a giant cleaver and they're hacking it because you get just pieces mm-hmm. of like you right, get meat right. and then there's bone in the middle that's clearly been cut. Right. Um, so in the States, we usually don't, you know, the only time we have bone in the chicken is if you get like chicken wings, right? Mm-hmm. And, or and like you know, a chicken I, breast sometimes. Correct. True. 
very true. Um, but these are just like, it's pieces of chicken cut up. But so I'm not a hundred percent used to like eating around the bones and like half the time I'll be chewing. I'm like, Oh, that's a bone. I have to like, take you sound it like such a spoiled but, American whenever you talk about food. I, I do. Don't I? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Thank you for, but thank it, you for making me check myself. But a when bit. it's You're like right, in though. soup totally though, right. I can imagine how that could be a real challenge. Right. You know, there's it was this really good. There's this ramen place I love around uh, near me, and one of my favorite ramens is the spicy shrimp ramen. But this, but what I don't like about it is they still have the tails on the shrimp, yeah. and so like mm-hmm. I'm working with chopsticks and I'm trying to rip like tails yeah. off the shrimp, and I'm like I'm so nervous that I'm gonna like rip and like just whip the whole bowl off the table. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> It's a legitimate concern, without a doubt. <laughs> Very legitimate. But yeah, so so then after that, I it was really funny. I asked the receptionist at the hotel, um, you know, is there anything cool to see within walking distance? Because I was near the train station, which was about a 30-minute drive from downtown. And her response to me was, well, there's a mall. And I was like, well, all right, I guess I'm going to go walk around there for a bit. So I went to walk around there. And what was kind of funny is I'm walking around and, you know, they had a couple stores um, I didn't. I didn't buy anything from the stores, um, but I was walking around, and then I see this picture. Let me see if I can find it real quick for you. I'll describe it to our listeners once I find it. Is but, Harbin? Uh, like I was a, walking around. Go ahead. Is Harbin like a really big city? There's about three million people there. For okay. China, that's not huge, but it's a decent sized city. It's not bad. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I was walking around, and then I see this sign for like archery. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, there's an archery range in the basement of this mall? Like, mm-hmm. okay. So so I was walking around, and then I saw it. And I was like, ooh, I haven't shot a bow in years. And then I was like, no, like, like it's already, like, 7.30. Like, you know, just... You know, just go downtown and look around a little bit. And then this just inner, I I don't know that, like, inner child late. in me. <laughs> well, I had to get up early the next day to, like, uh, do my workshop. Oh, that's fair. Um, You're anyways, working. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? I haven't shot a bone forever. I really want to try this out. Many so, I, so, I, so I go in. Exactly. So I go in and uh, I go in and I try it. And the first thing I ask the woman uh, who was working there, do you speak English? And she looks at me and she's like, shakes her head very quickly like no and so then this this really nice guy comes up and he says hey do you need help with anything i said well yeah how much first i just want to know how much does it cost for another to, you know, chinese like, person chinese guy yeah okay and he spoke flawless english really okay. really good english and so he helped me out and then i actually he actually downloaded this app for me that gave me a coupon so i got to shoot 36 arrows for 45 rmb which is let me see like here. two bucks no, it's more. Isn't than it like bucks. twenty? Isn't it like twenty-two dollars is, or twenty-two RMB is a dollar? Six dollars. Six dollars. Oh, okay. No, seven RMB is one dollar. I think. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's seven. It's totally off. Uh, just throwing out random just, guesses. Just a, just a little. Just a little. <clears throat> Good yeah, thing this seven, isn't yeah, being recorded. <laughs> right, or put on YouTube <laughs> or Stitcher or anywhere else. But anyways, so so it was like six dollars for thirty-six arrows. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is I'm used to shooting a different kind of bow in the United States than the bows they had there. Mm-hmm. Make excuses, um, right? I am. Well, I didn't hit the bullseye. <laughs> I didn't hit the center bullseye, but I got the outer ring. So I was okay. happy with that. But anyway, so I was shooting and having a good time. And the, the guy that was talking to me, uh, his English name is Alfred. Uh, super cool guy. Actually Why would he go with the butler for a while? That's an odd choice. 
Uh, dude, I have no idea how they come up with their, their English names here. I really don't. I've heard some people, they're given an English name. But anyways, Alfred was cool enough to take this quick picture of me while I was shooting. Ooh. Oh, that's so, a good shot. Yep. Yeah. Got the lumberjack flannel on. Are you going to send that to me? Ready to go. Of course. Of okay. course. Um, here, I'll send it to you right now. But anyways, so... Uh, so we shot for a while and we were talking super nice guy and, and he said, so yeah, so what are your plans for after this? And I said, well, uh, or no, sorry. I actually asked him how much will it cost for me to take like a taxi or a DD, which is like a Chinese Uber or Lyft downtown. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, yeah, it takes about uh, 30 minutes and it's about 30 RMB. So, you know, not very much money at all. And so I was like, okay, like I'll, I'll do that. And then he looks at me, he's like, do you just want me to take you downtown? And I was like, oh, sh- uh, sure. I was like, all right. Like, if 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 you're okay with that, and he's like, yeah, I don't have any plans. So he so he drove me <laughs> wow, downtown. Why is this guy so nice? He's Chinese people are super hospitable, man. Super generous. I have nothing but positive things to say about the people here in China. Um, even the Did ones have a who cool don't car? speak what any kind of English car you still are. Uh, he had a Hyundai SUV. And he had it pimped okay. out. He had like a fur thing over the the steering wheel. Uh, pimping, big <laughs> if time. That's, pimping. If that's what we call pimped out, okay. <laughs> Maybe that's pimped out standards in China. I don't know. But anyways, so he took me downtown and he showed me, showed me around, took me to the, the river there, which was really beautiful. And it's already starting to freeze. Uh, it's not completely mm. frozen over yet, but he said by January it definitely will be. Uh, and then we went to the main like kind of central street there where they have like a lot of uh, street food and different stuff. And I had this like popsicle they have there. It's like a vanilla popsicle. Dude, it was delicious. Absolutely delicious. Um, okay. But anyways, Harbin was great. There's a lot of Russian influence. So there's a really cool old church that's like very Russian style architecture. Anyways, to make a long oh, story yeah, short. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Does it like light up? Yeah. Uh, kind of. He said usually it's illuminated, but the night we were there, it wasn't for some reason. Okay. But anyways, Harbin is an awesome city. They have some really interesting cuisine. I had some really good food there. I tried this really good. It's, it's called like sweet, what is it? Sweet and sour pork. Mm-hmm. But it's not like your like sweet and sour sauce that you get in America. That's like of a red it's sauce, not. right? It's like a fry, <laughs> it's fried pork, um, but has this really kind of sweet and tangy sauce. I think there's like vinegar and sugar is what mm-hmm. the sauce is made out of, and the pork is cut kind of thin, and it's super good. Uh, what else did we have? How many uh, of you I had were these there? Really good like how many rice noodles? Two two English language fellows, and then. Uh, we had a really good lunch with the high school administration and a couple of the teachers. And then we also had dinner there, had some Harbin uh, beer, which is really good. It's actually one of the oldest beers in China. Mm. Uh, I think the beer, the brewery started, I think, in the 1900s or so. So for, for China, oh, it's I actually think not that really old. old. Well, not yeah, because China isn't a huge beer culture. Uh, right. You know, and I think that beer maybe was brought by the Russians or the Germans. I know what at least they- in... Uh, mm-hmm. What do they Go drink? A, what are they? Uh, what's their main sort of uh, alcohol choice? Baijiu. Baijiu. I don't even know what that mm-hmm. is. Baijiu will mess you up. Google it. Baijiu will mess. How do you spell you up. that? Uh, I think B A I J O. I don't know. All right, I'll find it. I'll find it. You'll you'll definitely find it. But yeah, it's, oh, but Baijiu? The, the cuisine in ha- could be. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Um, I see it. But yeah, but the cuisine in Harbin's really good. There's a lot of really great Russian restaurants in Harbin as well because there is a big Russian influence. And uh, there was already snow on the ground, so I was super happy about that. And overall, it was just a great time. It really was. Um, and I would highly oh, recommend it. What, and what, I'm um, hoping well, to go back in January. Sorry, Jerry. One ahead. more thing. What, what, did you, mm-hmm. um, what were your topics? What, what topics did you present on? Games. 
Mine was okay. games, and then my colleagues was uh, uh, creative writing, which was really fascinating. Uh, I learned oh, a lot from his presentation. Yeah, it was really cool. Have you ever really, really uh, cool. you you have you done creative writing as an assignment with your students before? I have not, but I'm hoping to get a writing class next semester and try out some of these things for sure. Okay, okay. Um, Jared, do you want to do you want to spread a little love? Of course, of course, I do, Jared. Well, I mean, the first shout I would like to give is to um, my new my new friend Alfred, and also the teachers and the administration from uh, Harbin Number no. Six High School for hosting us and being such an amazing host. Uh, the teachers were great. The food was amazing. The hospitality was fantastic. Obviously, Alfred was such an awesome guy showing me around. Did you like get his uh, uh, WeChat? We had, I did. Yeah. Okay. I did get his WeChat, of course. And I have the WeChat from some of the teachers as well. So I'm very appreciative for the opportunity to go to Harbin, and I'm hoping to go back in January. They have a big ice festival in January with like ice sculptures mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping to go back in January. Um, so that's my first shout-out. But my second shout-out for today... Let me pull up my Word document. Is goes out to uh, the city of L.A. for their Green New Deal, which is basically that uh, they want to plant over ninety thousand, uh, or yeah, ninety thousand uh, trees in the city over the next two years. So the city will give up up to seven free. Uh, I don't know how this works, but seven free yard and or street. Oh, yard or street trees to qualifying residents. So more than two dozen species are listed on the city's website. And if you need more information, uh, you can find that um, on their website. Unfortunately, I don't oh, so have they're, it in front of me. They're giving away seeds for free to, pe- to like, residents. I think they're giving trees away. Trees. I think like probably oh, small like little trees. Oh, like mini trees? Yeah, oh, okay. exactly. And not only that, Jared, but uh, they're also... Um, so basically, well, here, here's, what, here's what it says here. A family can sit at their computer in their PJs, pick out a tree online, and have it delivered to their yard. <laughs> Why do they got to uh, mention all the work PJs is done. weirdos? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> okay. I, think, I think they had to say PJs because half the people probably are sitting at home in their underwear, not in their PJs. But anyways. Um, <laughs> you can just sit at home and naked and buy them. a tree. Or get out, exactly. buy a tree. Get a tree for free. Right. You can, you can get natural while you're all natural at home. Uh, anyways, the work is done for them up to the actual planting, but don't worry, the trees come with stakes, ties, and fertilizer pellets, along with easy follow instructions on how to plant them. So I think that's really awesome that LA is doing this. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really, really great. And it's amazing. And sorry, I realized I actually have one more shout out today. Okay, uh, and this come will be a on. quick one, Jared. No, I'm and I think this Go is ahead. a really good one. This is super creative. Austria has made... Uh, Hitler's birth home, a police station, because <laughs> this became a place where a lot of neo-Nazis would congregate, right? Obviously, Hitler's birthplace, uh. Nazis think this is a great place. So what does the Austrian government decide to do? We're going to make it a police station, so when you neo-Nazis come, we can lock your asses up. <laughs> that is, so that's I think kind of, that's awesome. hilarious. Yeah, it well, is, I like it? that. So yeah. I like that. Yeah, so, so Austria's interior like- minister... Uh, Wolfgang Peschorn announced Tuesday that the country will turn the birthplace of Adolf Hitler into a police station in the hopes of preventing it from becoming a neo-Nazi shrine. The future use of the house by the police should send an unmistakable signal that the role of this building as a memorial to the Nazis has been permanently revoked, he said in a statement. So there you go. I, 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 it's, it's nice to see how seriously the Austrians and Germans take that kind of stuff. 
Um, yep. Like, I remember the story you told me about how there was like a some sort of neo-Nazi or something. Uh, the March, con- right? Congregation, like congregating in like Munich or something like that. And 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 they were bu- you know buying a bunch of beer and and uh, and the city like oh, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. like got like got together and sold and and bought all the beer at at the liquor stores and stuff and sold out stores yeah. so they couldn't get any. <laughs> yeah couldn't get any beer yeah. yeah yeah there's a lot of really creative strategies that the Germans and the Austrians do uh, to combat yeah. and I think America needs to take note just saying shots fired but just saying <laughs> yeah all right just I'm saying uh, but for now. You know, let's Ooh, uh, time. let's get serious here. No, I'm kidding. We're not getting serious, but we are gonna spread some uh, untranslatables. There's um oh man, I meant to get a drop, but I've been so lazy. Um, all right, well we'll forward <laughs> to that later. <laughs> and it just came back to me. You know, Chad, one some of my favorite untranslatables that I come across, I come across in the natural world. You know, most they're not. Mm-hmm. They're not uh, me Googling them, but it's me sitting somewhere and, um, and hearing it. And my boss, I actually have a very, for, for, I have a very sort of a, a wider range of languages around me. Not a wider range, I have two. My boss is Italian, very Italian. Uh, and um, I have Bellissimo. two coworkers that are, also, that are Mexican, so they speak Spanish together sometimes. And um, my boss the other day was saying, uh, you know, as we say uh, in in Italy, um, guests are like fish. After three days, they stink. That's what he said to me. And in okay. Italian, that would be lo piste como il pesce dopo tre girolini puza, something like that. Did you ask him to say it in, in Italian? Because you should have. No, I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> literally, I, dude. <laughs> so he said it. We were having a normal conversation. Uh-huh. He said it, and as soon as we finished the conversation, you know, we're like you sitting at our down. desks. I uh-huh. turned around and I opened up like a new email thing and just wrote it down. But yes, then he turned around yes. and continued to talk to me. So I closed it so he didn't see me writing down That's what he funny. just said to me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so like I, I minimized it to turn around and continue the conversation. And like in my back of my head, I'm like saying it to myself so I don't forget it. <laughs> Right. I and think then I like, the same and then I found it. I googled it and I found it. Uh, maybe they do, but uh, yeah, uh, guests it just are like means fish. Don't overstay your welcome. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. And uh, we, That's cool, we, I think we're talking about like because Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh, it's already passed mm-hmm. probably by the time this comes out. But um, mm-hmm. we, uh, oh, by the way, happy Thanksgiving. Oh no, this comes out on Thanksgiving. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> It's a lovely day to gather with family uh, and join together. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Just don't be a um, fish. this will be a great way to sneak away from your families. And um, yeah, don't, uh, uh, you know, after guests are like fish, after three days, they stink. So that's why I'm making my short, my, my trip home very uh, efficient. Uh, efficient. All right. That's how I like to put it efficient. Uh, do you have there an untranslatable? No, Jared. I am not a co-host of the Untranslatable mm. Podcast. Pajalsta. And don't get prepared. Oh. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> and why, why would you say Pajalsta? I actually wow. meant to hit that. It's right above it. My first untranslatable for you and all of our listeners out there is Finnish. Mm. Why is something a bit challenging? So, And you know, I was in the cold and I just was thinking of Finnish. So anyways, <laughs> here we go. It is... 
kun perse sen amutu karhu, which means like a bear shot in the ass. Oh. Is this like put some pep, put a pep in your step? Nope. It's like get you like your like it gets you going. It's like oh, I got to get moving. I'm I'm going nope. fast. I'm working hard. Do, do you th- do you think getting shot in the ass would put you in a good mood, Jared? Oh, it's like poking the bear. Don't poke the bear. Not, or is this quite. like you're angry? You're in a bad mood. There we go. That was what mm. I was looking for. In okay, a bad okay. mood. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, I'm sure a bear that got shot in the ass would be in a bad mood. I think anything that got shot in the ass would be in a bad mood. <laughs> Not me. I'd be like, no, I deserve this. Like, <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. My next one is French, Sylvou Play. And it is... Um, <laughs> Sylvou Play. Se prendre un rateau. Give you the rake. Give you the rake. Is this to flip the bird? No. No, but not I like to, where not, your head's okay. at. It's a similar concept, rake. though. Like, like to well, insult little, someone? No, 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 no. Let's say no. this. Let's okay. say this. Um, if I were to uh, say something to you and you were to re- respond to me, I might mm-hmm. respond back to you by giving you the bird. But if if you were to give give if if you were to give me the rake, I might respond to you with the bird. So it's to offend someone or insult <laughs> no, someone. No, 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 no. No, that's no. that. That was not a good example. Hey, hey, Chad. Um, want to hang out? Yeah, sure. Um, let's meet at five on Wednesday. All right, cool. I'll see oh, you then. The flake on somebody. Yeah, blow someone off. Oh, blow someone mm-hmm. off. Okay. All right. Nice. Or it's like, hey, Chad. Uh, didn't we say we were gonna like record? And then it's just I never hear from you until like five days later. Right. Oh, dude. Don't tell me how, how annoying is it when you get the uh, text for when you text someone or. Or you like call someone and you hear you get no response, and then you get the oh sorry like three or four days later sorry, oh sorry I, I just saw this, or it's right. like we, like it's 2019 we all know we're all staring at e- we're all we're still staring our at phones, our phones yeah. how did you True. just get this or just see this you liar right just say it you hate me right <laughs> I think I think what happens at least for me is I'll <clears> see <throat> something and either I thought I responded that'll happen like oh I'll respond to that actually. later and then I forget. Yeah. Um, That'll happen to me yeah. sometimes. I'll be like, yeah, I'll get to this later. Then it's like, ooh, totally forgot to get to that later. That has happened. That to happens me. to me on WeChat all the time because I have just so many different, like, because all my students are on it's my very WeChat. Popular. You know, super popular. <laughs> That's totally where I was trying to say Do that. you get like a lot of uh, questions okay. about homework and stuff through WeChat? Occasionally. I try okay. to be very clear about the homework. So, so usually, usually no. Anyways, uh, my next untranslatable for you is Chinese. And it is. Uh, Wang Yang Bu Lao, which means repair the pen after the sheep have died. Or it's like it's it's like it's too late. You've missed you missed the chance to. It's like 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 it's, it's too late to apologize. Kind of too late. <laughs> um, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, well, we we have a we have another phrase though in English, Jared, that does have the word late in it. Mm. Late to the party. Uh, k- kind of. Like oh. say, say we're say say we're gonna record an episode, and like I don't text you. You know, I always do this to Jared people, giving us uh, behind the scenes. I don't text you. You and you're like, All right, Are you ready? And then like twenty minutes later, I'm on Skype. I'm like, all right, buddy, let's go. And you're like, well, I guess it's um 
I still don't know. Just tell me. Better late than never. Oh, 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 oh. Better oh, late oh. than never. Right, And let of me course. tell you this story, Jared. Of course, with a lot of beautiful Chinese idioms and uh, a lot of things here in China, there's always some cool story or legend or fable. Um, mm-hmm. This is what's so fascinating to me about learning about uh, Chinese culture and the Chinese language. Uh, so, this idiom is linked to a story about a shepherd who lost a few sheep overnight. His neighbor suggested that a wolf stole them uh, through a hole in the pen and also advised that the shepherd fix that hole. The shepherd decided that there was no point in doing so as the sheep were already gone. Of course, the night after, another sheep disappeared and the shepherd <laughs> realized it's better to do something late than not at all. Yeah. I, yeah. How was this guy a shepherd and he wouldn't expect something like this to happen again? Clearly was not a very good shepherd. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> this guy is not very good at his job. Um, <laughs> you know what makes me not good at my job, and I might not even be kidding right now, is sitting in traffic. Ooh, man. Oh, it's the worst. It I have a question for you, first of all. Uh-huh. Are you prone to uh, road rage? Are you a road ragey kind of person? Uh, I would say a small bit, maybe like just kind of being like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, like put on your damn turn signal, stuff like that. Yeah. But I've Mm. never gotten to the point where like, I don't even like beep the horn at people definitely has never come to the point where I've gotten out of my car and like, you know, had a fist fight (laughs) with somebody. Uh, but then in America, if you do that, you might step out of the car and then the other person might step out with a shotgun or a handgun. So be careful. That's true. That's true. Ashley, just coming home, uh, the other day. I'm not a road rage person at all. Like I'm actually surprisingly, uh, for for so I, I tend to I tend to be an energetic person in general, but not in the car. Like I'm not a road rage person. I think it's I just expect this sort of things, like this sort of terrible driving. So it's like I mean I'm not gonna get mad at right. these people. I expect this. I was driving home the other day. Now maybe this was a little bit my fault. This was actually yesterday, <laughs> last night. Um, and uh, there's this there's this part uh, around where I always go where, when I'm driving home. I always have to pass this little area where there's uh, like one of those two lane turns that 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 happens. But then there's mm-hmm. also you know obviously then people come straight from another from a different direction. So I was coming straight as people are turning, and they always you know how people when there's like a lot of traffic and um like people just go through the like you know wait in the middle of the like and then the light turns red and they're like halfway through the intersection yep yep and then so you that had happened turn. Mm-hmm. and cars were like halfway like there were like two or three cars like halfway through the turn as we were coming up from and so i saw this car that was far enough back where they could choose whether they were gonna go or whether they like they were far enough back where they did not have to go you know, okay. it's like, okay. yeah, you might be sure. forward a little bit, but you're not in anyone's way and you right. and the lights red. And so I was the first person <laughs> at the coming from the other direction. And I saw this car and in my head. I'm like, I know this uh, person is going to is going to is going to try to go um, mm. through this red light. And so I, uh, fully aware of that, driving defensively, foot hovering over the brake, not anything aggressively, just rolled up to this person as, as like all of us started going and they were still trying to go. I did not try to slow down uh, coming up towards this person. And I actually heard a honk and I didn't think it was from this person because it was in front of okay. me. And I was like, uh, I looked around, I was like, who would be honking right now? Um, right. 
And then I later come find out it was him walking at me. So we were then next to each other on Woodward, which is a big, you know, multi-lane right. street. And um, I see him trying to come up next to me. And, uh, and, and I see him, like, looking at me. <laughs> so I just... And it's nighttime, so I just call, and I was uh, so I just calmly drove, looking forward, not even thinking about it. And then, like I uh, like, there was a good bit of traffic, so he was he couldn't stay next to me for long. Um, but uh, I'm just like, I was like, dude, I, I'm I, I was over this before it even happened. I was like, I'm not giving right. into this because I could not care less <laughs> right. about this interaction. I was like, it's fine, just mm. go on. I was like, I, I was like, I was like, I wasn't even close to hating you. I was fully aware of you. Right. That wasn't gonna happen. Uh, relax. Right. Uh, he was like, look, I could Take like see him pill. out of the corner of my eye, just like tr- like looking at me as he was driving, he glaring at you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is not that big of a deal, bro. Right. Um. <clears throat> anyway, that's traffic. how bad road rage happens, though, Jared. When you're like, yeah. it's it's all good, calm down. And then they get angrier. Yeah, um, and uh, and I think that that's also um, one of the most unnecessary causes of traffic. To be honest with you, I've seen so like traffic be caused by people, tr- you know, like doing just stupid things to prove some oh, sort of, of point or right. to you know go around someone on the right while mm-hmm. i don't know just a whole bunch of you know like it's stupid all ego moves. too it's all just yes ego. it is it really people is people not willing to admit that they made a mistake there have been a couple times where i've been driving and like accidentally cut somebody off or something and then i feel kind of bad afterwards i'm like oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, should, yeah. should have done that yeah uh, like sorry but mm-hmm. i wish there was like a button you could hit on your car maybe this will be in the future <laughs> like a, like a my bad hit. button <laughs> and, yeah my bad like sorry why Dude, i would love that yet? I would love that we because there have been that. times where like where it's like I know you're mad at me. I wish right. I could make it clear to you that I'm mad at me too. Right. <laughs> right. Sorry. <laughs> I should not have done that. I agree with you. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I, I wish that existed too. That um Or like but, there's uh, like a certain way to beep. Like you get like, like a long beep for like, hey, what are you doing? But like a beep beep for like my bad. Well, you know, Rolls Royces and certain Bentleys and certain other British cars specifically, some French cars too, have um, two different horns. They have a city horn and a country horn, and they sound okay. like one's like a like a normal sort of car horn that you're used to. Another okay. one might sound like a ha ha, you know, like a you know, like that sort oh, of no, sound. Yeah, and you can <laughs> like switch between them on, on like the console between city or. Okay. So, what if you could just switch to like the my bad horn? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. That's more useful than two different horn sounds. Oh, definitely. definitely. Um, what are some of your... When you think of terrible traffic, what are some mm-hmm. situations that stick out to you? Now, I can already think of one for you. Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia. Yes. I was going to say that. You took the words right out of my mouth. Absolutely. It took us just as long to get, like, not even a quarter mile down the road as it did to get from the city to the airport. Um, so yeah, so Ulaanbaatar, the traffic was really congested. Although if you look at the top cities and top countries in the world, Mongolia is not up there. And that's probably because Ulaanbaatar is really the only super major city there. Right. I think countries, you know, like the United States, we have like LA, San Francisco, and New York. Those always come to the top of my mind for like terrible traffic jams. Like you see like overhead cams on like news especially in la where they have like five or six lane freeways and they're still just like backed up for hours um how yeah. big is ulaanbaatar also that's what i wonder if that factors I'm not into sure. it too that that's a is, good question i'm not that sure. like in comparison i'm looking i have i have the list of the most congested cities in the u.s and the world and we'll go over that in a second but i i, I want i'm looking at this list right now 
And I mean, I'm aware of all, I know all of these cities on the list and I know, so I know mm-hmm. like that they're all pretty big cities and I wonder if that factors sure. into it. Oh, where it's like because it also factors into like time like this list specifically that i'm about to talk about factors in like hours lost so maybe mm-hmm. because maybe you know the size of the city would factor into that because you, you you know usually maybe you have to go farther to go places in general oh definitely i would agree 100 percent. and i also think too i think the reason why at least in the united states a lot of these cities have terrible traffic is because we don't have the good public transportation infrastructure like a lot of other cities in europe and other countries do like mm-hmm. in China, a lot of like in Beijing, the subway is really good. I've been on the subway right. quite a few times. Subway is really convenient. It's really easy to use. It's very affordable. In Vienna, I mean, you remember in Vienna, it was great. Mm-hmm. Even the streetcars in Vienna are usually pretty good. Uh, Prague, the streetcars are fine. The metro, the subway is really great as well. Except unless um, you're you get stuck behind a uh, uh, demonst or protest happening. That's true. And that happened one stop Prague. away. <laughs> yeah, and then it takes just sitting yeah, there for you, twenty and, and thirty minutes too, because you're in between <laughs> the like, stops. Bro, you just let us out. out here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can see exactly. the stop. <laughs> yep, it's it's right up there. Just, just let us up. Pull the emergency brake, and it's like, well, why are you pulling it? We're stopped. We're already stopped. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of traffic jams have to do with infrastructure uh, and mm-hmm. not the best city planning. I think when you also and have very historic cities too that they when the city was you know founded they weren't planning on having cars and i think a lot of it also has to do with culture too like i think there is a certain like there's a there's a certain culture behind like you're like a, a, a country's culture can be reflected in the way in the way they drive like look at germany for example of course it's like they're they're mm-hmm. the way they drive is a perfect uh, representation of their stereotypical you know, um, personalities, you know, they're very orderly, very sign about following the rules and, and they looked and they're they're very judgmental if you're not following the rules Mm -hmm. too. Um, and, and, and I, and I think, and, you know, or compare that to like Italy, you know, way more chill. Every car in Italy has some sort of dent in it, (laughs) you know, they're just like, they're like, there's lines, but no one really follows the the street lines, you know, Mm -hmm. or like, I think there is just a lot of like, it's just interesting. So let's go through the list of, we'll start with the, with the world, the top, um, oh, I also want to say this real quick. When I think of the most egregious tra- uh, traffic situation for myself, just uh, personally, maybe just because of the way I travel, if I'm going somewhere even where the traffic's bad, I'm probably not really going to be in a car, you know? Like, that's also probably going to be a place that has um, public transportation. So I'm not often experiencing that terrible traffic. Granted, I've driven Chicago a couple times, but it's usually, you know, just that getting too... crazy. Like, it's usually just me getting right. to, like, the place I'm going to leave my car for the weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, right. some of the worst places are definitely... Um, Chicago is pretty bad, but I would say New York City uh, and mm-hmm. Rome were the two of the worst ones. But not even because of, like, the time waiting, but just mm-hmm. because of the aggressiveness of the driving and right. how aggressive you have to be to even get anywhere. Like, if you're not mm-hmm. fully aggressive and on the offensive, you're just not going to move. Here are some right. of the um, top cities. Moscow is number yep. one. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. It's very bad. And if you go on... Um, Moscow is also a fun city to uh, on YouTube. Have you ever... YouTube traffic uh, incidents in, in Russia? I have not, no. <laughs> a lot of... Oh, uh, oh, I've seen videos, though. I've definitely <laughs> seen videos from like television shows and stuff. A lot yeah. of crazy accidents, and then also a lot of uh, guns being drawn in, in traffic. Uh, a lot of... Uh, there's also a lot of those videos where people just speed 
uh, through traffic and like it's sort of like a like a like a YouTube thing where they like are just like swerving in and out of traffic at like triple the speed right. of the cars around them and they're like just barely like holding on for their life. Uh, that's a very popular thing you you'll see on on on. Um, but yeah, um, that makes sense. Also, the thing about Russia too. You know that the reason that those dash cam videos are so popular in Russia is because there is a lot of you know like insurance fraud or like hit and runs, so like that's why right. um, we uh, the internet is blessed <laughs> with all right. of these Russian dash cam videos. <laughs> um, number two, Istanbul, Turkey. Now I don't know much about Istanbul, but I can imagine that the infrastructure is probably not uh, of the of top quality. Same with number three, Bogota, uh, Bogota. Oh, Colombia. Colombia. Uh -huh. I could imagine um, infrastructure is not the best. Mexico City. Now, um, Mexico City is also one of the most congested cities in the world in general. So that makes you know right. that makes sense. And makes um, a lot of sense for sure. Also, um, they also have hours lost to congestion. We don't need to go through all of them, but generally it's between like one sixty to like. 300 hours per lost per year just to sitting in traffic wow sao paulo that's a lot brazil number five london number six uh in england rio de janeiro brazil boston the only u.s state in the top 10 so all those people in la um all those people in atlanta that talk about their traffic being so get bad uh boston mm -hmm. is the worst in, in the uh the only one on in the top ten list. In terms of hours lost. Yep, two. Uh, right. But it's still l l like the second lowest uh, or the third lowest on this list. It's only 164 hours lost. Only. But, <laughs> but I think they factor in. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. I think they factor in other things than just hours lost. So like okay. infrastructure, um, you know, maybe accidents, things like that. Right. Uh, That's really interesting you mentioned that, though, Jared, because I have a list of the top 10 most congested countries. Mm. And my top five here. Uh, well, actually, no. So I'll, I'll Can just I guess the number one five. is Mexico City? No. Oh, okay. Th this is country. Country. Oh, oh top 10 Mexico. most congested countries. <laughs> no. Number one is Thailand. Number two is Indonesia. Oh, right. Number Japan three is Colombia. Oh, okay. Colombia? Really? Just wait. Colombia is number three. Number I four is Venezuela. That. I'll, I'll just give you the top 10 at this point. Then the funny thing is five through seven is a tie between the United States, Russia, Brazil, and South Africa. Number really? nine is Turkey. Yes. And number 10 is the UK. So it's really okay, interesting. UK is not surprising. Right. But I think it's interesting because, I mean, I'm really surprised, to be honest, that China is not up here just because of the sheer population size. Same with India. But I think it's Neither because of those are up here. China's so big, 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 and so is India. And I think there's it's but bigger than India. Is India? How, how? What's the size of India in comparison to like the U.S. or China? I don't. I'm not sure because um, India might surprise me a little bit too. But um, for some reason, China seems like it's bigger than India to me. But I really don't know. Um, right. I, I don't feel like looking it up to be honest with you. Just um, that's fair. I, it's. I guess we'll never know. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, and then the last two on the top ten in the world are Peter, Russia, St. Pe St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. Yeah. Sorry, my finger slipped. It's cold. It's actually very cold in here. I'm kind of shivering. I should really turn on my heat. I'm, I'm very frugal, people. And Rome is 10. Uh, okay. In the U.S., though, it's Boston. Obviously, is number one. Uh, Washington, okay. 
Chicago, uh, Washington and Washington, D.C., Washington, uh, Chicago, New York City, Los Angeles, Seattle, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Philadelphia, surprisingly. And, uh, oh, interesting. Didn't, I didn't get that vibe when I was there. And uh, Portland, Oregon. Not Maine. Okay. <laughs> well, Jared, you know, I also want to mention, just so our people, our listeners out there know, some places that have the most dangerous or the most accidents, or sadly the most deaths per uh, accidents per year. So Eritrea is number one at 48.4 deaths per 100,000 inhabitants mm. via traffic. Dominican Republic is number two at 41.7%. Then three is Libya with 40.5% uh, percent, 40.5 people per 100,000. Thailand comes in at number four, Venezuela at number five, Nigeria at six, South Africa at seven. So interestingly enough, Thailand, Venezuela, and South Africa were on our list as well of the top 10 most congested countries. Well, so that's interesting. Also, mm-hmm. I don't know about South Africa, but the other Thailand... Uh, and what was Thailand, Venezuela, and what? Uh, Libya. Okay. Well, I know at least Thailand. I can't speak for the other ones. But I do know Thailand is a very um, motorcycle heavy as well, or and like scooter heavy. Right. And I remember right. when I was in Tanzania, um, it's very motorcycle heavy as well, um, just because it's obviously cheaper. And right. um, also, there's in, in a lot of the areas, there's also not no... And that I was going at least, there's no sidewalks too. So like, um, right. you know, so death, uh, so traffic deaths with, with a, was a big deal. And I mean, it's not coming up on these lists cause it was a little village I was in, but like, uh, right. traffic death was a big deal there because, um, you have, uh, motorcycle cars and people all on the same road with no yeah. sort of different yeah. differentiation of lines. Yeah, for these dangerous. People. And there's right. hills and like you're kind of, like it's those you know and and so um uh, and so that was uh there was that was a topic of conversation over the week while I was in Tanzania and not just about the that's town in general but how that's a a problem in the country and in a lot of different countries around the world that are very motorcycle right. heavy because a lot of these countries are motorcycle heavy because they're cheaper which means that their infrastructure is probably right. not as good too. Hmm. Good point. I have to say they do a decent job here in China for the most part. They have like a lane usually on the side of the road where mm. like mopeds, scooters um, can drive on. Not everywhere, but a lot of the bigger cities they do. Um, so that's kind of nice. You know, but yeah, yeah. It's it's really crazy though, uh, especially as you mentioned the number of hours people can lose mm-hmm. um, in traffic. I, the, you, I I 100% agree with that. I wonder why so many jobs require people to show up all the time, especially the jobs that are just you just go to a a, a building to sit on a computer all day. It's like I agree. it's like it. I I just don't understand the the logic behind it. You know, it's like, hey, put on these nice clothes, go sit at a desk right. all day, type on a computer, and go home to where you'd probably just be sitting at your desk and sitting in front of a computer again. Right, and I also wonder too if uh, work like it, you would work more efficiently. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you'd slack off more. I don't know. But I you feel know, like I feel like if I was at home, I would be more inclined to try to get it done so I can enjoy more free time. But that's just me. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't work as well when I work from home. I get distracted easily. Mm, okay. It's easier for me to, um, to you know, get up. And it's easier for me to, like, eat more than I would if I was at work just because I have more of my mm, snacks fair. around that's me. That's fair. Yep. And um, 
I, I fu- and, and so I, I think I do work better at work because I, I'm an easily distracted person and it's easier for me to stay mm. focused when there are people around me that could be looking over my shoulder. Uh, it's like, oh, well, that's interesting. Why is he watching a uh, baby shark video um, <laughs> at work? Baby shark. <laughs> no, don't do that, Chad. Don't you dare do that. <laughs> Listen to that in your traffic jam, and, and you, you'll never oh show gosh. up to work ever again because you no, crashed your car into a pole. Yeah, veer off the road going 100. Right. Uh, exactly. Um, now, Jared, I want to know, though, mm-hmm. do you have any tips for our listeners if they are stuck in traffic? What should they do to stay calm hmm. and uh, not get too stressed? Because I feel like it can be stressful when you're just sitting there. And especially if you are like looking at the time, click, you know, the time go by, like I'm going to be late for work or I'm going to be late for my hot date or whatever it is. Uh, having tips for them? Uh, what I like to do is, um, one, what I like to do is I set a reminder on my phone that I have to go somewhere and I'll put in. I, I'm, I'm a heavy user of my calendar, even for just like the mundane aspects of my life, going to the grocery okay. store. Uh, you know, like reminding myself that I have to pick something up or whatever, like, you know, stuff like that. And what I'll do is I'll put in, you know, I have to, you know, do this. And, and, if, and if it involves some sort of specific timing, I'll put in the location that I have to be at and the time I have to be there. And if you have an iPhone, I assume it's the same on an Android. Actually, I know it is. You can just put in the location of where it is you have to be. And you can put in, mm-hmm. a, a have it remind you to like when you have to leave, but then also set a reminder 10 minutes or 20 minutes before that. And uh, I'm also a big playlist person. So whether it's music or my podcast, a big podcast listener, um, big on the playlist. So make sure you're, you have, you don't listen for those people that still listen to the radio. I mean, I guess if you're listening to this, you probably aren't a radio listener, but what are you doing with your life? It's like those people that just listen. I kind of like the radio. <laughs> those people that just sit in the car with commercials playing for 10 minutes straight. I'll just sit oh, there and I'll be fair. like, that's are you true. listening to this local dealership commercial right now? It's like, you know, you don't have to be listening to this. You could we like see you in a Kia. Or you listen to like some stupid competition where everyone's like licking a, a Chevy Cruze for <laughs> 16 hours. What, what radio <laughs> stations have you been listening you never, to? Jay? You've never seen those competitions where they had yeah they like they do the stupid like team up with like local dealerships to like we're giving away a right. Hyundai right. accent you just have to like who can hold on you know put their hand on it the longest uh and right. not let go and stuff like right. that it's like oh my god i don't know or like i don't need to i don't know um so jared do you have snacks in your car on deck if you do get stuck in a traffic jam no but that would be nice I guess I wouldn't hate it, but no, I don't get stuck in traffic jams that often. Michigan is not That's a very traffic heavy place. That's also true. And I'm not far from um, my job, but uh, no, I'm not. I, 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 that's a good idea though. That is a good idea, but that could also turn it. I, I, you know what? Maybe it's not a good idea. At least for me, I could see that turning into a habit, especially if you're someone that often gets stuck in in a traffic. You can then you'll mm. start uh, contributing being in traffic with snacking you know with snacking or eating food mm. so you kind of be like oh i'm in i'm in the car i need to snack on something i don't know if i want to like always be like oh now that i'm here i i i i gotta have a snack you know especially if you're always I in traffic like, i feel like some snacks though if they're healthy snacks it's totally cool yeah but if they're healthy snacks they suck 
What are you talking about? Know, What's I a good like, healthy snack? I feel like, I don't Grapes. know. Grapes? Like, sure. Fruits. Have an apple with you, a banana. Peanuts. I don't, but the thing about bananas is banana, then bananas make your car smell like banana. Could be worse. I don't know. <laughs> My girlfriend um, almost left bananas on the trunk of uh, the car overnight. And I'm like, are you just going to leave these? in the car overnight she's like yeah and i was like she was ready for snacks I was like, man no. I was she was like, prepared there's like you're you not concerned about the car smelling like a banana farm tomorrow She's like oh, i guess i never <laughs> thought about that i was like yeah i don't know if this is a good idea um <laughs> maybe i'm paranoid but i don't <laughs> yeah what do you i'm real bougie i don't want my car <laughs> to smell like a like i almost said like banana bread but then i was like well let's Pump the brakes. That sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right, right. That could be a lot worse. That's true. I would agree with you though, Jared. That like definitely being prepared, setting reminders is good. Some places you can't avoid it though, and I think it's really important to keep your cool. Mm. You don't want to be that added statistic of you know people being involved in road rage incidents. That's for sure. And um, what do you what do you know, this, Jared? What, what, like I what? never understand like what that guy the uh, yesterday. I, what do you what are you trying to solve here? What what can I give you from my car thing. while you're in your car that that will satisfy you? Because I'm fine, right? <laughs> so it's an it's an ego thing. It's what, an ego and a temper thing. What do you thing. expect from me? Like how can I be like sorry? <laughs> right. My bad. Right. Should I roll down the window the and, that, and, and start uh, insulting your mother or something? I, uh, where, where is this going? <laughs> Yo, mama's so fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, that's true. Well, Jared, you know what? One thing you can definitely do. Playlist, baby. Playlist. And if you're upset and you're down and you need some music to uh, kind of wallow in your sadness and self-pity, <laughs> you could give the song Leftovers by Dennis Lloyd a, li- a listen. Yes. Yes. I do enjoy wallowing in my sadness and self-pity. That's a personal hobby of mine. It's always fun, <clears throat> right? It's always fun. <laughs> Just trying to think so of reasons why So what are your thoughts on the song of the pod today, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> it's a popular pastime of mine. I love this song. You sent it to me. It's very good. He's got a great voice. You can One of those voices where you can like kind of feel the emotion in it. And mm-hmm. um, so you, you sent me this song, and then I also looked him up in, uh, just in general. And he also, did you know he plays the trumpet? Yes, I do. So mm-hmm. in his studio version of the song, he doesn't play the trumpet. But um, I, I found his colors, which is a, a YouTube thing that does like a sort of like more... Not That's acoustic. what I saw first. Okay, yeah. It's not like acoustic, but they usually sort of produce a little less than they would like a studio song right and uh, he, he, right. he did like a little uh, trumpet solo of of, of it and, I, and I, it was very nice but he, um but yeah i love this song it was great where's he from i don't i don't um i, I didn't actually look anything i believe up about he's him. from tel aviv from israel his name is did we say what his name is dennis lloyd dennis lloyd dennis lloyd mm-hmm. wait he's from tel aviv he, tel aviv i'm pretty sure named dennis lloyd well, he could be, his parents could be American or British mm. or whatever and move to Israel. That's um, fair. Yeah, this is like a, a good, oh, like kind of his slower tempo. It, yeah. Nir Tibor, known professionally by a stage name, Dennis Lloyd, is an Israeli musician. There you, there you go. That's interesting. I wonder if that's like a, like he has like an agent or manager or something. It's like, you gotta, if you want to have more international success, you gotta have like a. <laughs> could be. Like could a be. more generic, you know, name or something like that. Right. Maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like stage names go one of two ways. Either you have a super unique name and like people dig it and it's super cool, or yeah, you mm-hmm. try to change it to something a bit more standardized. Yeah, like uh, like um, modest Yahoo. What is his name? Modest. Uh, modest Yahoo. He's a. Uh, isn't he is from Israel? Yeah, I, I think so. And I that's think the whole band's I, from Israel. And that's oh, I thought that was one guy. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a whole group. I'm I'm pretty sure. I thought it was a whole group, okay. but I could be All right, wrong. Anyway, back to back to uh, Tibor. Dennis Lloyd. Yeah, this is. I think it's a great kind of slower tempo song. Has really cool guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, def- and I feel like when I hear it, I can feel the sadness and the emotion. Right? Like, yeah. To me, this song is all about like, I don't know, like somebody left you, and you f- you f- or maybe you feel like you've been used, and you're just like the leftovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're sort of just like left to pick up what's left of your of yourself, and you know the you feel like a shell of yourself, maybe. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you, you, I could feel it too. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it was a good choice. I like it. Thanks, Chad. You're welcome. You Check it a, out on our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. Untranslatable Podcast. And yes, of course, betcha. I have a Chinese word of the pod for today. It is, uh, let me take a quick look at these tones here. Zhao Tong, um, Zhao Tong Suza, which means traffic jam. Mm. And I'll give you the Spanish form of traffic jam. Do you know what it is? I do not know. Embotelamiento. Embotelamiento. I like that. Embotelamiento. Oh, no. Embo- Excuse me. Embotelamiento. It's LL. Embotelamiento. Embotelamiento. Okay. There we go. It only took 16 nice. times and I got it. Hey, 16 times and you get it is better than no times and not getting it. So there you go. Wow. So, Jerry, I got a couple stupid jokes. I know, right? Very philosophical to end this episode. Here we go. So I got a couple jokes for you. What do you get when two uh, giraffes collide? I have no idea. A giraffic jam. Jared <laughs> <laughs> is not pleased, everyone. I'm not Well, surprised. that doesn't really... I have problems with the just the wording of it. When, when they collide, it's not a tra- that's an accident. That's not a tra- traffic jam. That's, that's true. a full-on that's accident. That's true. <laughs> that's true good point jared i didn't write these i'm not don't don't shoot the messenger here jared don't shoot the messenger all hmm. right the next one is why was the squirrel late for work you didn't write them that's true chad but you don't have to say them <laughs> that's true that is true good point <laughs> try to provide a couple corny jokes in today's episode, jared. <laughs> sorry what was what was it why was the squirrel late for work uh why is that because traffic was nuts mm. <laughs> I like that one. That one's a good one. I'll end on that one. I'll end on that one. Okay. But okay. Yeah. So to recap, I don't mean to episode, uh, shame your jokes. I just like to have. Some, I feel very some laughs. I feel ashamed. <laughs> no more jokes of the pot anymore. Gonna cry after this episode. Uh, the people are gonna beg for you to bring it back, Chad. That's true. That's true. Some gi- some good giases. Check out mm-hmm. one of our very old episodes to find out what that means if you're unsure. But yeah, yeah. But go I think back to recap today's episode. Jared, uh, I think the key with a lot of these traffic jams are definitely, or, or just like bad traffic in general, worse traffic, like you mentioned, the size of the city. So if you're traveling somewhere new, make sure you are aware. Um, and a lot of places too, it's very easy to research a lot of this stuff, how mm-hmm. long it will take you to get from point A to point B. Nowadays, we've become very, I don't know if it's lucky or lazy that our smartphones usually will tell us. And in China, what's nice 
actually with an iPhone, at least it does this everywhere, where if you look up the journey somewhere, if there's any like yellow or red lines, mm-hmm. that means like there's traffic congestion. So yeah, that's, yeah, I yeah. always check before I get in a cab in China because I can always kind of estimate how long it will take. I've gotten kind of good at that since I've been here. So It kind of annoys me that, because I'm here back in, in my home. This is where I grew mm-hmm. up. And I find myself putting on uh, Google Maps and being like, why am I, like, I know how to get here. Why am I doing this? Right, right. But it can be useful, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you really, if you're in a place that has terrible traffic, see if there are also other alternatives. If there, is there a good subway system? Uh, maybe you're balling and you can just get a helicopter. Who knows what? <laughs> um, but see what you alternatives know, Uber has there helicopters. Are. That's right. In certain right. cities. Uber helicopter coming, coming to you 2020. Um, wait, does it? No, you're, you're kidding, No, they right? do. Yeah, they do right now. Let me. Are you yeah. serious? Uber. Wow, okay. Well, there you go. There you go, people. Just get an Uber helicopter and you don't have to worry about traffic at all. Um, but yeah, but anyways. And if you are stuck in traffic, try to make sure you have s- some way. Okay, try to make sure you have... Uh, something to do, you know, whether that be a good playlist, check out our song of the pod playlist on YouTube on Transable podcast. Um, you could definitely listen to an episode or two. I think it might not be a terrible idea to have some healthy snacks on deck as well. Um, depending on how long you're stuck there. Mm. Um, but yeah, to each their own and we hope none of you get stuck in traffic too long. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we hope this episode has given you a couple new places where you know, okay, if I go here, I need to be aware of the traffic and I need to plan accordingly. Uh, also, just a couple strategies. Hopefully, none of you are stuck in road rage. Um, if you are, definitely don't reach out to us because the untranslatable lawyers are not going to help you with your road rage incidents. So don't let us know. But if you do want to let us know some untranslatables or some topic ideas, you can let us know at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Feel, f- feel free to tweet us any... Uh, funny traffic or language or any other cultural incidences on Twitter at untranslatable one. Also check out our Instagram page untranslatable podcast for pics and clips. There will be some pics of Harbin up very soon for you to check out. It's a beautiful city. Uh, I'm sure you'll love some of those photos as well. Yeah. And lastly, please give us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a little feedback. What can we do to make this podcast better for you? there's any untranslatables you'd like us to cover or you have any specific topics in mind please let us know we would also be happy to shout you out on the episode as well friends help friends what can we say and we're happy to have all of you as our listeners and our friends as well so as we say here at the untranslatable podcast de cuyame muchas gracias and shishia